Now back to the Sunday show with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. And we're back for the second segment. And we are thrilled to have with us in studio Arkansas High School's valedictorian Nicholas Watson and his mother, Marion Watson. We are extremely proud. I think the region, state, national, I think we're all cheering everyone. I hear them right now. I can visualize them leaping to their feet. Nicholas Watson is valedictorian of Arkansas High School. He has a, what is your GPA again, Nicholas? 4.8 GPA. Do you hear that? 4.8. And how many college credit hours? 64, ma'am. And he said, ma'am, 64. For those that need to know, 64 college hours traditionally is uh, about a sophomore level in undergraduate education. So Nicholas is well on his way to his junior year already, and he is a senior. Now, there are tons. uh, We're seeing a rippling increase in high school students that are diving into college uh, hours already. So Nicholas exceeds uh, beyond traditional mode of high school. Um, For minority children, I mean, I don't know if I want to cry, scream, (laughs) shout. Um, There are no words um, besides that. We are extremely proud of you. We're behind you 100%. Philip, would you like to add to this excitement that's going on? Actually, Nicholas, what I'm interested in knowing is, uh, in addition to academics, kind of what all are you involved in? Uh, and I don't just mean school. I mean community and, and everything else. So kind of kind of give us an overview of kind of all of what you do, what takes up your time. Okay, so first at school, I'm in extracurricular activities. I played basketball. I played soccer. I was their starting goalie. I, I was also mm-hmm. in track. And before, you know, COVID and all that, I I used to volunteer at hospice. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you see people pass away, they're all always being around each other till the very end. It really made me think about how important life is and how meaningful it is. And uh, it was a great opportunity. I really wanted to keep volunteering there. But due to COVID, junior volunteers couldn't come anymore. But I was still thankful for the opportunity, though. Awesome. So in your leisure time, so you, you play sports, you volunteer. And um, we know that you're awesome in the classroom as well. So what do you do um, just day to day when there's not a game or you're not doing homework? You know, we want to really know Nicholas Watson. Okay, so so right. So recently I I just got I committed to Harding. So I'm focusing basketball. So over time, you know, basketball practice, workout drills. But um, really, I'm just at the house, you know. <laughs> so are you a, on the phone? Are you a yeah. video gamer or do you do art or watch TV? Favorite TV? I'm a, I use my play my console, my PS5 sometimes. Oh, but there it is. I'm usually on my phone, you know, yeah, Instagram, yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but. what I'm trying to introduce here, you know, mom, mom is with us. You know, we're highlighting Phil, um, <clears throat> him for his academic uh, achievements and his um, his scholastic as well as his athletic ability but for the parents and the children that are out there Nicholas is just as human as you and I mm-hmm. and so with that it comes a, that you can uh, mobility in, in children um, because I think sometimes that you know when it is a different scope of hey we've got a child with a beyond a four point mm-hmm. um, he, he's, he's human mm-hmm. so mom over the years um, what, what have been contributors to ensuring that Nicholas stays focused 
You know, Nicholas has always been a focused child. It's just his, um, you know, what you see now, the end result, it's nowhere close to how his beginnings, um, Mm. um, you know, as far as how his story began. Uh, I guess around four or five, we realized Nicholas was different because he wasn't speaking. And so um, he didn't speak his full sentence. I tell the story all the time, but it's his story. You know, he didn't speak his full sentence until he was six years old. And um, he he had a a processing delay uh, along with the speech delay. And then he had um, ADHD and then he was high functioning autistics. He he was you know, he was uh, they said he had signs of autism. So when you're told that as a parent, you immediately go into protective mode. Absolutely. You don't want your child to be different. And so we were so hands on right from the beginning, wanting to make sure that he knew that he was still special and that one day his difference would make a difference. And so all of that has just come to fruition. So he's always been an agreeable child. He's always been one. If you tell him to do something, he's going to do it. And whatever he does, he's whatever he did, he always did it to, you know, at like a hundred and 110 percent level. So he always sought to please people. But then he just couldn't get his words out or he couldn't follow instructions and he couldn't process things. And so we just know that it was God's hand that's been on him. So we've never prayed for him to be valedictorian coming through the years. We Mm -hmm. wanted him to be Mm -hmm. normal and we wanted him to have relationships and we wanted him to be able to engage other students. So... He's just proud to be socially awkward at this point. That's well, a compliment. That is a compliment, so, by the way. So the term for that, Nicholas is technically a gifted child. A yes. gifted child over the years is one that has uh, a, a disability, mm-hmm. uh, whether minimal or on a maximized scale, mm-hmm. right? But yes. coupled with that, that child has... Uh, what we call a gift yes. of academia and and just intellect. Yes. So if you if you were to Google it out there, audience Nicholas, to be clear, is a gifted child. Mm-hmm. These things are becoming again a, a doubling increase in children. Yes, African American children, especially yes. males. Yes. Sometimes we are confusing, and there's research out there. There's evidence. There's actually um, an article that is. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the title of it is um, "Is the African American Male." misdiagnosed he's he's really a gifted child Mm -hmm. and so like what you said ADHD Mm -hmm. and those things are miss Mm -hmm. they're they're kind of missed sure so I'm thoroughly excited now Nicholas she spoke that sometimes it was hard for you to express but you found your expression you know who you are Mm -hmm. and you're activating your giftedness and here we are today How are you feeling? I mean, I'm just blown away. Dee Dee Woods is sitting over here with tears in her eyes. I'm trying to hold mine back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, honestly, I'm actually dumbfounded. I still don't believe this. I mean, you know, every day I just always challenge myself because I always was challenged. So I just thought it was just a normal thing to always push myself to the limit. So now that I know I'm valedictorian, you know, I'm blessed. I'm honored. I really can't believe it. Did you ever feel... Let me me get clarification here. And and, and I want to make sure what I read is true. It's one thing to be number one in your class. That's valedictorian. It's another thing if you've got the highest grade point ever in the history of your school. So make sure I understood that correctly. You're not just number one. You're number one for however long Arkansas High has had school. And I don't know what you did on your college board exams or whatever, but just that fact that I got 64 hours, I went from being socially awkward, and not only am I number one, but I got the highest grade point ever. So 
I'm, Nicholas, you sound like a humble guy who doesn't want to brag, but did I miscategorize anything in that? <laughs> no, sir. I think you got everything on point. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's pivot a little bit. Let's let's talk a little bit about basketball, and I guess what I want to ask you is this. Um, Razorbacks, uh, great track and field, great baseball, great football. I don't know that the basketball program has ever kind of reach the level of excellence that other programs have met. So here's you can talk a little bit about that, the basketball, any of the sports, but I also want to ask you, which one would have mattered more to you? That individual award of being number one? Or maybe if we could have won the first state basketball championship in Arkansas history. And I don't know, Arkansas may have won basketball once, but would it have been more impactful, a team championship, <laughs> or maybe just that individual spotlight? It really would have been more meaningful if we got the you know state championship in basketball, but we just couldn't make it. We couldn't get to the playoffs, but I'm still thankful for the opportunity. But yeah, the team would would the team award would have been way more meaningful than just some Being you know state. yeah. I would it would have been more meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching his body language, you know, and he's looking at his mom and you can tell this has been something that has been discussed or, you know, the relationship, the energy of the relationship here in the studio. I wish everyone could see it. It's just such a natural uh, comfort. I, I mean, it, it, it makes you smile. Um, I can tell you all are close, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Like y'all could almost know each yeah. other's thoughts yeah. without saying. Yep. Hopefully. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, let me let me ask you this question, and and I'm I'm headed toward uh, maybe who inspires you, and you know there's the obvious your favorite teacher, mom and dad, my pastor, you know those are the obvious. You can touch on that, but I'm really looking for something a little bit beyond that, if that's the case. Um, uh, an author, a political leader, somebody from the past. I mean. Um, what comes to mind to me, Frederick Douglass made a statement, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. That was inspirational for me as a teacher because, you know, you hear that phrase, the apple don't fall far from the tree, and I'm in a disciplinary setting. So it's like, I got a bunch of knuckleheads in here, and how do I get them to where they could be or should be instead of where they are? So talk a little bit about who inspires you. I don't know how well-read you are. I know one of the things my pastor says is that leaders are readers. But talk a little bit about who who inspires you. And I mean, if you just want to limit it to mom and dad or teachers, that's fine. But if it's beyond that, touch on that, please. Well, of course, I was going to say my parents. But, uh, you know, seeing every day how, you know, how uh, people view, you know, black Africans, they just they don't think we're, you know, they think all we do is, you know, sell drugs or we're disrespectful and aggressive. Right. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, break that stereotype. So oh. when I watch all these black African-Americans that are actually doing something, you know, student athlete or progressing the rare ones, that just, you know, motivates me to, you know, I can do the same thing. I can be successful in life. Oh. So, I mean, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, you know, Philip brought up a point. Uh, you said uh, leaders are readers. What is your favorite subject? Or do you have one? It's between math and science, but in the math part. But when I, I'm planning on in majoring in electrical engineering, and when okay. I think of math and science, I think of those two things. I think of electrical engineering, so that's what I'm trying to go. So, and what is it about electrical engineering that just sparks your interest? Is there any specific uh, company? Um, is there something that they do that you that's a trend that you keep up with? Um, 
I feel like a hands-on guy, so I feel like I want to be able to create something, you know, phones, electronic devices, go into major companies like Google, Tesla, anything like yeah. this. So. Okay. So you, you like technological, uh, like, devices. So do you play with – what do you do in your pastime as far as do you code or, you know – have there been any camps that you've gone to that further led you to it? Mom, do you remember any when he was very young? I, I Well, I'd remember when he was two pulling up to a stop sign and he said octagon. Uh-huh. uh-huh but of uh-huh. course, he couldn't say, I need to go to the bathroom. Right. Two-year-old said octagon. He said octagon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he knew his colors. He knew he could. He knew nothing. He was so good with his hands. And so w- once we got into, um, we knew he, he we knew he needed to be one of, 10 kids at most in the classroom as opposed to one of 25. So that's one of the reasons why we chose private school early right. on. Um, he was in St. James and they introduced to him, introduced um, the robotics program. Uh-huh. And that was his, you could just tell his, it, it would, he, how excited he got when he was involved in that. But unfortunately, as he got um, older into like junior high and high school, he had to choose between that and athletics. So once that STEM program was introduced, you know, he, we're not, we know now going into college, he'll be able to go back into those uh-huh. areas because STEM um, wasn't a big thing in, in high school, but it's something that's always had his interest. And we knew that's the degree, he, the field he wanted to go into. So robotics played a big part of his life uh, in grade school going, leading up until junior high. So, so. it's the intro, introducing it to the child or, or, or the the uh, access or oh. the um, the exploration yes. and then letting the child lead where they would like. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. So do you still have a love for Legos or any of those things? I'm just uh, curious. No. No? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm usually on my phone or <laughs> TV, anything like that. There are probably still pieces upstairs in the game room, oh, yeah, unfounded. Yeah. Josh, yeah. My, my big brother can have all that. Yeah. You know. so, <laughs> I was going to say, so you, you're, you're sibling or siblings? siblings? I have two younger brothers. I have a 16-year-old brother, Christopher Watson, and uh, my baby brother, who's seven, Joshua. Okay, okay. Are they listening? Do we know? Uh, they're probably asleep. <laughs> I'm being honest. They're probably, Chris yeah. is definitely asleep. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're both. We are going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we're going to give thanks to our sponsor, Derek McGeer with State Farm Insurance. Stay with us. I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Avoid possible delays in reaching 911 in the event of an emergency by making sure your school complies with Cary's law. As of September 2016, all schools and businesses with multi-line telephones must provide direct access to 911. That means no additional outbound numbers, such as 9 plus 911 to reach emergency services. For more information, please visit Texas911.org slash Cary's law. Now back to the Sunday show with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. Nicholas, I want to I wanna ask you something here, and, and, and it's kind of going back to academics, and, and I mean, we can come back to family as well. But um, when I came out of school, I wasn't valedictorian. I couldn't go to any <laughs> school because everybody was going to offer me money. So you're in a pretty cool position. But... Um, 
that what that limited me to was that uh, uh, historically black college and university wasn't as, as as strong of an option because you know I'll be honest with you the white schools threw more money at me so mm-hmm. in saying that the circumstances have kind of changed you got people like Raphael Warnock you got people like Stacey Abrams people like Kamala Harris and HBCUs are kind of seen in a more esteemed light now mm-hmm. I don't know what else was on your short list in addition to Harding but just what are your thoughts about how our world has kind of changed here? And I mean, you saw this. This has been what's happened here in the last year or two. All of a sudden, these schools are getting credit, and for, for and it's long overdue. It probably has is, is, always been there, but they're perceived differently now. So just any thoughts there? And I don't know how you had to wrestle with, well, do I want to go to a Prairie View or a Howard? Or, you know, it's Harding, definitely what I want. So talk a little bit about that if you don't mind. So, uh, let's see. <laughs> um, so, basically, my plans on how that all started, I just I applied to a lot of colleges. What I was trying to look for was college with great academic programs mm-hmm. and if I could play ball there because that's my, that was my first love. So, okay. I can't see myself every day just studying. I want to do something I can commit to and have fun doing something. Mm-hmm. So, I, was, I, I knew I could probably get into colleges like Baylor, Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rice, Fayetteville, LSU, TCU, ACU, but I had to find a cause that's it, that a coach will say, you can impact my program. You can make a difference if you join in in this team. So when I saw Harden, it, great campus, great structure, I loved the coach and the teammates, and it was just it was meant to be. I just saw it as soon as I entered into that uh, campus. So you feel it. It's yes, a feeling for you, which is good. And it was good. Christian community, and it's private because okay. I'm not a person that can be in a classroom with 100 students. I can't do it. Okay. I, I want to be very involved with my teacher. I can ask him questions, and if I need help with anything, I'm going to ask right away because I want to make sure I got the right understanding. So. so so, you chose for you. Yes, ma'am. And you know what you, you want, what you desire, what you see. Yes, ma'am. And I'm sure, Mom, how many college trips did you all go on? Uh, actually, once he went to Harding, that was pretty much it. We we went on three college trips, and COVID kind of impacted us all with yeah. visits. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of campuses didn't have it to where we were, you know, we could just go when we wanted to. And so, um, but I will say, I, I went to an HBCU, and... I, I we knew that that would be an option for him as well. So there were he had so many options um, from all kinds of colleges, and we just wanted to step back and say, this decision is going to be yours, right. you know. Right. And so um, he we just wanted to support him. So that just the fact that he had options from HBCUs, you know, um, we were we're we're just blessed to be in this this yeah. position. And there were, you yeah. know, other colleges that said I could be a walk-on, but I just knew from Harding that I could definitely 100% make an impact. I didn't want to go there, and then all of a sudden something would have happened, and maybe I would just be on the bench the whole time, you know. Yeah. But so you're going to do a balancing act. Yeah. 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 And you're going to give both 100%. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so excited for you. Um, so you're going to Harding University, and just give an overview of where that is and how far that is from Texarkana. Okay, so it's in Searcy, Cer- Arkansas. Uh-huh. So it's like a two-hour, 30-minute drive, so it's convenient. Mom didn't want me to be no six hours away. So when Harvard called, we were all like, um, you're not doing yeah. that, but that's a great honor, you know. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The interview went really yeah. well. There was two interviews we had at yeah. Harvard. But so, it was like, that's kind of yeah. too far. If the world shuts down, I need to be able to 
you know we need to be able to get y'all yeah and i mean it, it doesn't mean that there's a deadline for when and if one can go sure. to harvard or howard or spelman sure. there are tons of opportunities sure. in the future just as when you were smaller with camps and and anything else you know uh, uh professional programs in the future i mean you know you're you've been exposed mm-hmm. you're going to continue to work yes. so um there, again the, the Mm-hmm. Uh, do not limit yourself uh, just as you have it now. We're so excited. We're sure that your grandfather um, yeah. would be, it would be or is excited. You want to let him know who he was. So um, my grandparents is Pastor David Watson and uh, Valerie Watson and then mom's son, later Reverend Lundell Williams and Mary Williams. So I know he's in heaven somewhere. Yeah, shouting. He took all the credit, you know, dressed for this occasion, you know. <laughs> we, we joked about him being in a red suit at graduation and we're like, take oh, that God yeah. off, we'll it off. No, <laughs> no, we, 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 my seven year old especially talks about him all the time and he was three when no. he passed. And so we just know that that's legacy, that, that, you know, that drive, that ambition, it's it runs through him. You know, it's in him. And so we, we know he would he would just be thrilled and he's making all kinds of noise and being so disruptive in heaven right now. <laughs> saying this is because of me and you know. So if you were to tell an African American boy anything right now, given where you are on your journey. If he is discouraged, what would you tell him? Uh, first thing I would tell him, no matter what your past experiences was or mm-hmm. anything traumatic, don't let that view who you actually are. Just, it depends which, how you finish. So I just finish that. strong. Just try to be successful. It's fine how you started out, wherever you were. I mean, I mean that's all I can say, really. Yeah. So, you, you know, you've talked about the, the impact of hospice and you love that experience yeah. as well as your other. Do you or, or will you be committed to telling other peers, those younger than you, um, your story as far as, you know, what they can do, how they can do it? Uh, can we get a commitment from you in your, fa- in your spare time, of course, that, you know, you've, you've trudged forward in being a leader in that example and you're continuing to? Can, can we get that commitment from you that you will remain an example and wherever you can that you will tell another, you know, hey, this is how I did it. Um, maybe not the exact same way that I did it, but you can. Because I, I, I want to be clear that you know that you do represent the I can mm. aspect. Yes, just just your appearance and how you move. You know, um, I saw where your mom said yesterday you were in the mall and some random stranger came up to you. So I'm sure your parents have told you you don't know who's watching. Yes, ma'am. So can we get that commitment from you? I You're can on air. Commit that. <laughs> okay. Definitely. <laughs> we might need to get your signature. Yeah, no, that's no, no, fine no, too. No, no, no. no. Well, Nicholas, I want to I want to add something here before we let him go, Lamoy. Nicholas, okay. I want to add something here. Um, yes, sir. That, that we've been wrestling with how do we produce more Nicholas Watsons in our community? <laughs> how do we get more black boys, especially that are what we would say is academically elite? I mean, we we produce athletes, we produce great, and all of that other stuff. But when it comes to academics, and I don't know if it's perception or reality, but I will tell you this: um, there's a school district in Texarkana. Typically, out of the top 100 graduates, there may be one black male. And this school district is half black. So I'm not going to put this school district on blast, but I'm going to say we have a problem. 
Mm-hmm. It's a local problem. It's a national problem. We It's probably not international because, uh, you know, other countries, they don't have what we contend with here in the state. Mm-hmm. But how do we produce more black men, black boys that can can be at that academic level? We don't know the answer. Maybe you do. Tell us what your thoughts and observations are. Well, you know, in high school, always try to challenge yourself. Don't just take the easy classes and just try to graduate. Know that in the long mm-hmm. run, you need to have those AP classes to help you, you know, when you go to college or military. It doesn't matter. Whatever makes whatever mm-hmm. purpose you want to do in life, I mean, if you know what it is, strive for that goal. Even mm-hmm. if it's uh, maybe close to impossible one, at least it's a goal. Mm-hmm. At least it's better than no goal, I mean. <laughs> but, right. uh, yeah, AP classes and then. Just strive for it. I'd I'd like to interject here. Um, We need, as parents, we need to be so, it sounds cliche, but we have to be so hands-on with our Mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to ask them questions and and look for a response from our kids. We have Mm -hmm. to be hands-on. We can't just make it the teacher's responsibility for our kids to be successful. We have to ask questions and make ensure that our kids are doing what they're supposed to do to be successful. So um, I think it starts at home, uh, and I think if as a parent you should have more deposits placed in your child's life. Make sure that you're depositing more just in case the world <laughs> withdraws out of your kids' accounts. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think this is a year of black excellence. We look around and we see so many kids that are doing so well, and I think that's about to be the trend. Make, I think we're trending. And make I think we're the deposits. Make I the think deposits. That's, I think that's the <laughs> oh, word of the segment. Yeah, me too, Nicholas. More make deposits. the deposits. Make the yeah. deposits. All right. Well, Nicholas, as I always tell our guests, but I really mean it, we will look forward to talking with you very soon and watching you. Right? Yes. Um, Mom, mm-hmm. we thank you. Thank You're you. also continuing to blaze a trail. And um, thank you for being an example Mm -hmm. and thank you for um, inspiring Nicholas and um, we know that it is nothing but a blessing um, to be able to produce a you know a child that is a natural born leader and we're very extremely proud of you and you're probably going to continue to hear that over and over again Um, and so we want you to continue to walk in excellence and even when you don't feel like you can go on you can Okay. And we do want right. to say thank you to uh, TASD because this oh, of course, wouldn't be possible uh, with the school district. Wonderful teachers, uh, just wonderful support. So we're just so grateful for the Arkansas School District. All right. Well, you heard it first here from Nicholas Watson and his mother, Miriam. And that's it for this edition of the show. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed the show and will tell all of your friends about the Sunday show. Now, on behalf of Lemoya Burks and all the great and wonderful people here at Texarkana Radio, we want to thank you for being our listener. We want to thank you for being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. Remember, you are listening to KTOR Radio 104.7, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. Please stay tuned for Miss Dee Dee Woods and her show, Gospel Inner Vision, which comes to you right after this show. Now, if you want to hear this show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 o'clock tonight on our sister station, KTOR Gospel 105.9 FM. And podcasts of all of our previous shows are available online at www.ktoy1047.com. If you want to appear on the Sunday show, please contact me, Miss Lemoya Burks, at 903-244-3997. Please keep in mind that we prefer to schedule guests a month in advance. Please contact me well in advance of your desired date at 903-244-3997. 
Our closing quotes are courtesy of a man who uh, is a lot like Nicholas Watson. He, he's a forebearer, you might say. His name was Paul Robeson. He won an academic scholarship to Rutgers University. And if you don't know Rutgers, it's the State College of New Jersey. He was the third black student admitted to that school. He went on to become a two-time All-American in football. He was class valedictorian. He went to law school. And here's the crazy part. While he was playing in the NFL, he earned his law degree from Columbia, which is an exceptional school. Paul Robeson went on to become an athlete, lawyer, singer, actor, and a social activist. Open quote. Through my singing and acting and speaking, I want to make freedom ring. Maybe I can touch people's hearts better than I can their minds with the common struggle of a common man. Close quote. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll join us again next week on The Sunday Show. See you soon. Return next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have questions, contact Dee Dee Woods, ddwoods56 at aol.com. The views and opinions expressed during the Sunday show are not necessarily the views or opinions of Texarkana Radio Center. Oh